Welcome to the Perfectly Preserved Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Gomes. And I'm Anna Cash. Here, we come together to bring you a podcast all about preserving food safely, easily, and dare I say perfectly at home. We are master food preservers, moms, wives, and we love talking about canning. We've decided the world needs a podcast that shares up-to-date, modern, safe information about canning, dehydrating, freezing, freeze-drying, and more. We answer listener questions, teach beginner and intermediate techniques, and share our very best tips for preserving successfully. We'll show you how to find trusted recipes, sources, and more so you never have to second-guess your preserving practices again. Ready to can like a master preserver? Let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Perfectly Preserved Podcast. Jenny and I are so excited for this episode. We were just laughing before we started recording at how long it's taken us to start using WEC jars. WEC jars are used primarily in Europe. They are a German company. They're beautifully made. They're a bit different than the American standard two-part lid jars. So maybe you haven't heard of WEC before, but Jenny, lead us off. Like, what has your experience been? How did you feel about it? My experience using the WEC jars was 100% positive. Of course, when you're trying something new, especially since I've been canning with the two-piece lids exclusively, you know, it takes a minute to kind of think, okay, so how is this supposed to go? What do I do? It takes a little bit of time, but really my my response is overwhelmingly positive. And for me, I guess there are two selling points or reasons you might try it. And one is they are all glass. There's no plastic or no material other than glass or the rubber flange coming in contact with your food. So if you're a person who feels especially concerned about just your food packaging, I would really look into into exploring the WEC jar world. They have a lot of different sizes, which I think it's great to have a lot of sizes, but you might feel like, well, shoot, what size do I get? It's not like with regular ball or mason style jars. It's a, there's, there's more to choose from with WEC. But in addition to the fact that there's no material other than glass and the rubber flange, I think the other thing that I like is just they're very pretty and they're very giftable. And I like that a lot of them, like when they're empty, you know, you could stack them. I I just think they're really a beautiful jar. And I mean, sometimes you, that really matters. And I think for some people, the lack of that plastic or whatever that material is, I mean, they say it's BPA free, that the white side of your canning lid you know, I'm not here to debate what that material is or is not, you know, it's up to you as a person preserving food at home. If if that matters to you to remove that, then I think WEC is a great way to go. Yeah, I also had a really positive experience with our WEC jars that the company sent us. I, I was not aware that the mouth of the WEC jars was quite a bit larger than any of my funnels that I normally Mm. use. So that's something to take into consideration. I believe there's six different mouth jar sizes Mm. um, for WEC. And so they also sell a funnel and also a jar lifter because your standard jar lifter that you might use in the United States that has the silicone bottom Mm. on it that 
really grips is a little bit harder with those wider mouth weck jars. So one thing I found, so listeners, what happened was the WEC company was kind enough to send Anna and I the jars and we received, I think we got the same set and Anna canned with hers first. And I called her up and said, so what did you think? You know, what are your tips? And her one, I guess, uh, thing to figure out was how do you lift the jars in and out of the water bath? And I use almost exclusively a steam canner. and so. Because my jars aren't quite as hot, they're just sitting on the rack of the steam canner. They're warm. They're good and warm, right? And you put the very hot food in the jar, just like normal. Everything about the canning process is the same with WEC. But because I can just put with my hand, put the jar on the steam canning rack, it completely eliminated the the problem that Anna encountered, which is what what jar lifter do I use? Um. Yeah. Okay. So so when you take yours off of your steam canner, do you just use an oven mitt or something? Or what do you use? I would recommend to our listeners to use a grippy oven mitt. Uh, but truthfully, they're rarely so hot that I can't touch them. They're they're good and warm, like very warm. I've never even measured the temperature. I don't know how hot they are, but they're they're not so hot that I can't touch them. And I'm only holding them for just a moment while I move them to my towel on the countertop. And then I fill them up put the lid on and put them right back. So, and see, when you turn the steam canner on, after your lids are on, you turn the steam canner on and it's like coming up to the steamy state, right? So they don't have to be boiling hot. They just need to be warm to start that warm up process. So if you were a brand new canner and had never canned before, and you are really thinking about how do I can in beautiful jars and uh, completely eliminate the potential for plastics in my food packaging. That is the hot ticket is the WEC jar plus the steam canner. That's a great thing to know. I I guess what I meant was when you're done processing, I guess you take off the lid and then do you let them cool down and then you put them on your countertop? You don't ever use a jar lifter to take them from your steam canner when they're done processing to your counter? When they're done... I turn my stove off. I give it five minutes for the steam canner to cool down, so to speak. I lift my lid off and I can just leave them sitting there to cool on that rack because there's hardly any water left typically because it's I've just ran, you know, for 30 or however many minutes. So I just let them cool right there. And when they're cool enough to touch, then I can move them off. If I were doing a second batch, then then you're right. I would have to use like one of those grippy silicone oven mitts or just a, a good oven mitt and a, a careful technique. Yeah. Oh, that's super smart. Well, it's handy for these jars for sure. That was like the unintended uh, <laughs> bonus, I guess. I didn't, I didn't expect that or didn't think of that. But so what did you can in yours and how did it work, Anna? Okay. So in our bulk bins at the grocery store, I found dollar bags of mandarin oranges. And so I just did bottled mandarin oranges in simple syrup and it was great. And then I also did a batch of raspberry jam for my family. Oh, how beautiful. So I did lemon curd in mine and this sounds so idyllic, but I, it's the gospel truth. A good friend and photographer <laughs> has lemon trees in her at her home and it's lemon season. I asked her when she was coming to take holiday pictures of my kids. I said, please, do you have any Meyer lemons to share? So she brought 
freshly picked perfect Meyer lemons for me. And then I had eggs from my cute chickens. Um, and it made it made the prettiest presentation. My only complaint was I should have made like a triple batch because it was just so beautiful and it worked out so well. When you and I chose the, the size of jars, you know, we're so um, in America, we're just lo- love those cup measurements, but WEC jars are not measured in cups. They are <laughs> on the on the metric system. So I, I don't regret the sizes that I ordered, but I kind of wish I would have got you know, I should have probably got smaller ones since I tend to can in a little bit smaller sizes. So anyway, I canned the beautiful lemon curd. So not only is lemon curd a very giftable, extra special kind of luxurious canning item, the jar is just super beautiful too. Anna, explain for the listener what the lid setup looks like for a weck jar and then what are your tips? Yeah, that's great. I was going to say, let's talk about how it's different processing a WEC jar than a two-part mason jar that we see a lot here in North America. So a WEC jar has four parts. There's the glass jar, the glass Mm -hmm. lid, the rubber seal, and then it comes with two metal clamps. And these two metal clamps are perfect for water bath canning. If you're doing pressure canning with your WEC jars, you will want to use three of the metal clamps and arrange them in a triangle shape. With the two clamps, you just set them across from each other on the lid and close it. Whereas, you know, a two-part lid system, uh, you're going to be heating up your lid and then processing it after you put the two-part lid on and you've obviously cleaned the top of the jar and you have your headspace correct. My only tips really are Uh, I read this later, but you are supposed to heat up your rubber lid in some hot water, which I didn't do. And my jar is all sealed. But that might be my one recommendation. What about you? What are some recommendations you might have? So I found that my rubber rings had the ever so slight... Uh, what is the right word? They're not perfectly flat. And that is so that they fit perfectly on the edge of the lid. So I have my jars warm. I have one jar on the counter. I'm fi- I fill it with my preserve. And then I have the glass lid in my hand. And then I placed the ring on top of it and maybe kind of ran around just just to make sure it was sitting flat on that edge. Yeah. And then I tipped it upside down and put it on the jar. I found that trying to do the like the ring on the jar base first, that didn't work. I had to, I put it on the lid first, ring on lid first, yeah. and then f- flipped it upside down like I was flipping a grilled cheese sandwich or something and then put my clamps on. I thought the clamps were going to be the fiddly <laughs> part and they're not. The making sure the right way to put rubber ring on was what just took a little, a couple times. I mean, it wasn't like some brain surgery I was doing. I just had to fiddle with it for a second and that yeah. worked, that worked the best. I would say one more tip. I totally forgot. So the WEC glass jar actually has like an indentation that comes down into your jar. And that's what Jenny was talking about, making sure that that rubber is like really fitted well on that. 
Um, and so when you're doing your headspace, you really need to take into consideration the lid that comes down inside the jar. And that was a little bit fiddly for me. Like I knew that I needed to have a quarter inch headspace, say for my jam. And I really had to like get my measuring tool out because it is different than a two-part lid that sits flat on top of the jar. And WEC jars do not have threads. And so you really need to be careful with your measurements. That's a great tip. So yeah, if you and I had canned with these for a season exclusively, and if our listeners did, you'd be an old pro. It would it would be every bit as simple as, you know, making sure your rings are screwed on fingertip tight. It it just is a little it's different. It's not hard. It just is a different lid setup. Anna, how do you know if your WEC jar has sealed? Okay, so after it sat on the counter for 24 hours, I noticed that the little lip on the rubber seal was pointed down, not -hmm. completely down all the way on the jar, but just a little bit down. And that's how I knew that it was sealed. Um, I also took the the metal clamps off and tested the lid, which terrified me. Did you try that too, Jenny? (laughs) I did. Uh, So you're the little, it's kind of like a little tongue sticking out or like a little cat tongue or a little tab. That is the part that's pointing a little bit down. And then yes, you take, you can take your clamps off and then you can test and just carefully, it is, it's different. You know, you don't want to drop your jar of your jam, but I did test it. So that is how you would know. With a two-part mason jar style lid, you know, of course, the lid is concave when it is sealed. But these, you just test it a little bit different way. But that's the other, that's another thing that I meant to mention. That's that's an advantage to investing in the WEC jars. And that is that you don't have the the ball style or the two-part lid style that's essentially only good for one trip through the canner. The glass lids you can be and the clips can be used over and over and over. Right. And that's one thing that I love about it is that if there is ever a shortage in your area, like during the pandemic when we couldn't mm-hmm. get lids, like this would be the perfect opportunity to have a bunch of WEC jars that you can can in. That's a huge selling point for me. So what do we say or what would we say are a couple drawbacks, Anna? Well, you and I talked about this before, but it is a higher price point. A lot of people are concerned, you know, it's, I can't remember exactly how much it is, but it was like $20 for six jars. Does that sound right? I'm going to pull up the website right now, but yeah, the price point is more expensive than just your standard old quart jar. However, there there is just a much bigger selection of shapes and sizes. There's like a tulip shape. There's there's very, it's very grammable, guys. Like if you've never seen a weck jar, they look Parisian. And I feel like they're very like <laughs> French cottage. So it, it, yeah, it's it's a bigger investment. A set of six for is about 20 bucks. I'm looking at a variety of sizes. It's in the $20 range for six. So that is more. That's a lot more money. And it's not as handy because not everyone uses them. So you can't, you know, if if I go to my friend's house and leave a, a jar of tomato sauce or whatever, it's no big deal because she'll get it back to me and I already have extras and 
these are just a little bit, they're, they're not as common. So it would be, it'd be an, an investment for sure. Yeah. And, and depending on the size, it could be a little bit less expensive. I'm looking at mm-hmm. the mini tulip jar for a set of 12 and those are $24, you know, so $2 each. That seems like a pretty good investment. They're, they're a bit smaller jar, but I just think that, you know, over time you can accumulate jars that can be totally useful and beautiful in your pantry. I agree. The WEC jar website says that they are continually working in the field of home canning research. I don't have any evidence as to that specific research, and that could be another episode in the future, exactly what research they're doing. But I I feel like this, just working with them and then canning in the jars, I felt like it was a very high quality product that our listeners would probably be interested to try out. And I mean, my experience was overwhelmingly positive. I also wanted to mention that in the little bit larger size jars, I bet it's a ch- like probably two and a half cups. I can't remember the metric measurement. So, so ethnocentric of me, but it's like two and a half cups. I used two of them for my sourdough starter and it just, it looks so pretty on my counter. The edges of the jar are really easy to clean because there's no shoulder, like a regular canning jar shape. So of course, of course, of course, you could use these jars for other things in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. So Wex sent us the half liter molded jar and the quarter liter molded jar. And I think they're just gorgeous. I'm excited to try some different shapes. There's some that are, like I said, tulip shaped. There's some that that have tall, straight sides. I mean, they're just really beautiful. Oh, there's, I'm looking at the deli jars. They're a little bit hourglass shaped. I mean, so cute. Can you imagine giving someone some hot sauce canned in this cute hourglass shaped jar? Yeah. I mean, I love it. I I think they're so cool looking. Yeah, they're beautiful. So if you are a person trying these out then and you are not a metric system user, then you would use the times that are the closest, the processing times that are the closest in size for for what we use here in America. So if, for example, if the half liter is like two and a half cups, then you would go with the pint times for your recipe. That's I, we probably should have mentioned that first, but now, you know, you just use times that are the closest in a, to the volume that you're using. All right. Thanks so much, everyone, for joining us for this episode. We really enjoyed Weck Jars and we hope that you do too. Bye guys. Thanks everyone. That's our show. We don't want you to miss an episode, so please be sure to subscribe. If you found this episode helpful and informative, please give our show a rating and review. It only takes a few seconds and it really helps our show grow. Follow us on social media at Smart Home Canning and at The Domestic Wildflower. Email your preserving questions to perfectlypreservedpodcast at gmail.com and we will do our best to answer your questions on the show. Thanks so much for listening. Stay tuned for our next episode released every week.